Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is back in session. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Devil's Do. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is a man who's relating much more nowadays to Ted Danson and Three Men and a Little Baby, Mr. Drew Celestino. You, you conflated the titles there. Three, three men. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. been a long week. Ted Danson, huh? Yeah. I think I'm more capable than Ted Danson. Well, you know, early in the film, Ted Danson. You'll get to later in the film, Well, he film, doesn't Ted show Danson. up until halfway through the film. Yeah, well, his early appearance in the film. You'll, you'll get to, you know, three men and a little lady, Ted Danson. Just going to take a little I time. don't want to be Ted Danson at all. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. you got to be Ted Danson. No. I, I, would, if, would you rather be Steve Gutenberg? Actually, yeah. I think I would. He was he was like the comic artist, wasn't he? Yeah, you but know. then you got to be Steve Gutenberg. He had a good run. Mm, Ted Danson had a better run. Did he? Yes, cheers. That's it. Cancels That's out all, all of Steve Gutenberg. That's all Ted Danson needs Gutenberg is had the Police Academy series and Short Circuit. Cheers. Big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. It's arguably the greatest sitcom of all time. Cheers cancels his in- Gutenberg's entire IMDb. Totally meaningless to me. Irrelevant. Police Academy, Short Circuit, Transcend. No. They do to me. That's fine. You you can have your thing. And I will. It's, it's factually wrong, but that's okay. No, it's factually correct to me. <laughs> Cheers to me is whatever. So you're saying it's your alternative fact? No, it's my reality. <laughs> Dear listeners, write in. Weigh in on this conversation. All right, to our opening statement. Sir, how was your week? Uh, you know, hanging out with the dude. and uh, Little dude? Hey, you're on, little are man. you on maternity leave? No. No, no I went back to work on okay. Thursday, so... I'm back in work form, so mm. you know it's kind of not sucks. Does as it? fun? I'd rather kind of not be there. Want to be home with the baby? Yeah, if if for nothing else than a sense of obligation. Besides Find yourself going, I wonder what he's doing right now. Kinda, even though like you've got three guesses and you know. Yeah, he's it's eat, sleeping, and pooping, I and mean, that's yeah. that's really it. Um, but no, it's cool. Um, last week I went back to work. And on Friday, um, Jen brought the little man out to meet us at Moorpat, where we have our regular Friday lunch. And uh, it was pretty cool. And then after that, we went to um, uh, Sweet Jenny's slash 1811 Comics right next door. And we just had a little little, little lunch hour with uh, my team and uh, Jen and, and, and Grant. So it was pretty cool. Cool. Uh, weekend was fairly uneventful. I can't really... I'm, 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 I'm stretching here. Has anything happened over the weekend? We had game night. We did have game night. We played on Earth again? We played on Earth and Legendary. Galactus. Galactus. Galactus 8. Yes. Galactus hungers, Galactus eats. Yes. Uh, I think our cards, I think our characters were good. We just never really got a good draw of cards going. I, yeah. I Yeah. By the time... By the time we were starting to get ready to actually be able to hit Galactus for damage, he had already consumed four-fifths of the board. Yeah. And that's really not good. Because by the third round, I had a hand where I could do 10 damage. Mm-hmm. The problem is with Galactus, you, you need, need 22. 20. Yeah. Yeah. That's problematic. Yes. But that's okay. Uh, well, we, will, we will get there in time. It's just a good game to play, I mean, to be honest I don't with you. think there's anyone really bigger we can take on. 
No, that's always been our motif in Legendary. Well, Kingpin beat us. What should we do? Let's fight Thanos. <laughs> we'll do better there. I think we did better against. Did we do better against Thanos? No, he, he wiped the floor with us pretty easily. I did good against Thanos. Oh yeah, you you won the game, but yeah, is that all we played? We played Legendary and Unearth. Okay. Yeah. And Jen won Unearth. She did by one point. By one point. Would have been a three-way tie otherwise. Myself and Alan had 25 points. Yes. It's close. It's close. Yes. But that doesn't count. Winners and losers. That's all we care about. It's a good game. I enjoy that game. It is good. Um, if, you roll, if you roll correctly. Uh, or, you know, fortune favors your roll anyway. Hey, there's only one bad number in that game to roll, and that's four. Yes. Four is, uh, four is no good. Um so Saturday was, uh, if I'm recalling, fairly uneventful. I don't think we did much. It's it's all kind of blurry. <laughs> I stayed in for the evening, um, hung out with my friend Jason, listened to some uh, some some podcasts and played some games, some video games, a little, little Fire Pro. Downloaded a select a uh, few uh, characters from the interwebs. Um, I have yet to play as them, but they looked pretty good and they had a lot of subscribers, so they seem like they're good fits for the characters I wanted. wanted. And uh, Sunday, uh, much the same. Stayed in. Um, I won't say that I enjoyed the Bills game, but it was certainly on. I just kind of hung around, though, and didn't really focus too much on it because it's just a fool's errand. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really it. Um, oh, we, oh, I'm sorry. We had friends over on Sunday as well. Um, I made pulled uh, pork, and uh, we had we had several uh, mac and cheeses, and uh, it was it was good. It was good stuff. Well, Vontae Davis certainly certainly thought it was a a fool's errand. Yes, lots of uh, villainizing happening, isn't there? I mean, if you got your money, I've got my money. What's what's the point of sitting around to get? Brutalized. There's a lot of pontificating about, well, he should have, he should have finished the game and his teammates and blah, he quit. He's a quitter. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, he's, but yes, he is a quitter, a quitter driving around in a Lamborghini. This is a game with with a serious physical cost, uh, one that does not have guaranteed contracts, unlike other sports. The yeah. NFL, you know, they can cut you on a dime, and they do to most guys. It's very cruel. Um, they're, I mean, sure, they're they're very well compensated. Don't get me wrong, and he certainly enjoyed a fruitful career. But like, I don't know. When when when, when contract time comes around, how much teammate you know rah yeah. rah crap do we have? These guys are all in it for themselves. I'm so, not you know what? If I'm out, I'm out. And if I played right. for the Buffalo Bills and I took a look around, <laughs> sorry, I'm out. I've not watched a single snap of football yet this season. I just don't yeah, care. It's, it's not just the Bills. It's football in general. Yeah, it's going around. It's going around. Look, nothing lasts forever. Like, football, the NFL has been like this upward trajectory for like the last 40 years or more. You know, yeah. like the Super Bowl era has just been like constant growth. Constant growth. Yeah. Past five years nothing, of show. Nothing lasts shield's forever, Shield's not shining man. as much as it used to. It's it's The game is, is still fun and enjoyable to watch is all the crap around the game. Well, just it's just like at this point, I'm like, nah, I just, I don't care. Slippery slope with 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 that. I mean, because that's when that's where you get all your hey, kneels, kneeling for the yeah. song I like that I am standing in the beer line for. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. 
I don't know. I don't know about all that. The game's the game. But I think people are more uh, aware of a lot of the crap around the game. And I'm not talking yeah. about the anthem. I'm talking about the CTE, CTE and, uh, the violence, the domestic violence, the drug problems, gun problems, and all sorts of fun stuff around the game. You yeah. Know, then these guys have... Used just to be a... It, Used to just be the Cincinnati Bengals. Now it's the entire NFL. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, football's still football. I still will enjoy a good game. I just, you know, you got to kind of compartmentalize some things. And, you know, it is what it is. Nothing nothing gains steam forever. So, it'll, you know, the NFL will settle into a comfortable space in America again. And it'll be fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Everything will... Everything will settle. Everything in its place. Everything as it needs to be. I said, I said a couple years ago. So, there would be... If I'm saying it now, I would say in eight years, two most popular sports in this country will be basketball and soccer. Mm. Basketball, yes. Soccer has a ways to go. So Soccer's going to make tremendous leaps and bounds as soon as you know younger generations than ours start growing up because that's what they've played, that's what they watch, and that's what they love. And as soon as they start getting disposable income, that's going to be what they start spending their money on. We'll see. I don't dispute uh, its growth, but middle America is big, prideful, and dumb. <laughs> and they're not just going to embrace soccer out of nowhere. So it's going to be an uphill climb for soccer for a while. But, I mean, it's the global game, whether or not I like it. It'll it'll make its way eventually. I have a problem with sport that allows the possibility of 0-0 zero, zero tie. Same. Yeah. I have a problem. With, I have a problem with ties in general, but a zero-zero tie—that's like that's offensive to my sensibilities as a living, breathing human being. So you're telling me you're not a big fan of high kicking, low scoring, and ties? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've watched Bariaga. Bariaga number two, Ariaga, Ariaga. <laughs> <laughs> I tune in during the World Cup, and it definitely has its moments of excitement. But yeah, get rid of the ties. Learn from holds hockey. it, holds it, holds it, holds it, holds it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Spanish booth is erupting. Yes. Anyway, that's my week. What's going on? Uh, my week uh, Monday through Wednesday was work. Yay, work. Um, Thursday was the official launch day of X-Wing 2.0. Ah, so you had an eventful week. I spent so much money on cardboard and plastic. Mm Mm-hmm. You know how, like, you look at a collection of something and, like, like DVDs or CDs or comic books or something like that, and people mm-hmm. are like, do you ever think about how much money you spent on this? It's like, well, I never spent it at all at one time. <laughs> this time I kind of did that. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Uh, I got home and I tore into the cornucopia of goodness and popped out so much cardboard sheets. Oh, the cardboard. So much cardboard. Um, then Thursday night is my normal X-Wing 2.0 meetup. I uh, got together and played, and it was fantastic. Um, I'm itching and raring to play more as I was when I first got into the game. So it's definitely reinvigorated me. Uh, the, the launch, however, has not been without its uh, stumbles, 
shall we say, as as any like big product launches are. The app that you're supposed to use all your squad building for whatnot is a big chunky dumpster fire. Mm. Um, Must you use an app for this? They have adjusted. Originally, uh, there were squad builder apps, but they were all like third party and you know independently developed and whatnot. It just made it easier to for putting your squad together and then like going through the cards and shifting through the cards and. Hmm. Um, the purpose of the app is so they can make adjustments within the design space of the game. So previously with a, with a pilot card, there was a point value printed on the pilot card and each upgrade had a point value assigned to it. And you could build a squad of up to 200 points. Now the point values are encompassed in the app. They did this so that if something becomes like too overpowered, or something is like not getting a lot of use, they can adjust the point values. So if it's too overpowered, they can make it more expensive to use. So you can't abuse it too much. If someone isn't using something, they can make it cheaper to use. So maybe it'll interest more people in using it. Um, they can make a bunch of other adjustments to the game that frees up a lot of the design space of the game in theory. Um, but. It's just not working right now. No, that's a to, shame. To Fantasy Flight's credit, they've done a lot of fixes since it came out. And since it came out on Thursday, it is considerably better. But, you know, a dumpster fire that's only mostly burning is still burning. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but the game's great. I bought a corset a conversion kit for each of the factions. Um Lando's Millennium Falcon from the Solo movie. Mm-hmm. I got two Y-Wings and a new X-Wing because all the sculpts were new and they have the, the moving parts and the whatnot. So, yeah, it's a good time. Fun. So then Friday began the couple-day celebration that was Julie's birthday. Be, uh, her and I have been biking together a lot recently. I've, As I mentioned uh, last week, I recently got a new bike for the first. You keep doing this, like, Undertaker thing with your eyes. What's going on? You're freaking me out. Tired, man. Okay. All right. I mean, it's it's cool that you can do that, but <laughs> you keep doing it. It's freaking me out. Um, so I said I said to Julie because like she loves bike. I'm like I really want to make her birthday special this year. I'm like let's bike to Niagara Falls. Okay, from where we live. So she thought about that. She got real excited about. It. Then she researched like there's not really a lot of trails that we could pick up between our place and Niagara Falls. So it let's bike to Niagara Falls became let's bike to the waterfront. Okay. Uh, which I think is about 15, 16 miles one way from our place roundabout. Actually, no, it's yeah, it's gotta be more than that. So, we're going, and classic case of my eyes are bigger than my stomach. <laughs> we stopped for lunch, and at lunch, I was like, "I, I we got to head back. I'm not going to make it to the waterfront. <laughs> and she was fine with that. She she appreciated um, how far I'd went. Yeah, it was, yeah, from our place to waterfront's about um, 15 to 16 miles, because our total bike ride from where we left and came back was 19 miles okay. about. So yeah, um my body was not happy with me mm. that day. 
as you probably saw at game night, my emotions were very slow and and slow because <laughs> that was in a lot of pain. Well, you're you're training. Yeah, yeah, getting there, getting there. We're talking about getting a workout bike for the house. Okay. Um. So Friday morning we went and picked apples at Smith's Orchard, and I learned something very important. Picking apples mm-hmm. in, like, nice fall weather is a really fun family activity. You know, falls in the air and whatnot and, you know, leaves on the ground and whatnot. Picking apples in 85-degree heat yeah. in the morning sun is manual labor. And yeah. And I did just – we weren't there for very long. It was fun. We enjoyed it. But after about half an hour actually picking the apples, we're like, okay, we got enough. This is, this is good. Let's Let's get back to the car. So, you didn't like them apples. <laughs> the apples are fine, quite delicious, and I we are definitely going to go back when the weather is a little more civilized. <laughs> um, but it's a cool place. They got you know you can get apple slider donuts and apple slider slushies and all the fun stuff. And the the house, the people who own the orchard is like right there, and their dog is out. They're a good golden retriever named Cider. <laughs> and the dog runs up to you with its tennis ball and drops it in front of you. And you got to be careful because Cider will snipe a donut. Like a good retriever. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was Saturday. Saturday night, we couldn't really think of anything else to do, so we just uh, watched a couple movies. Uh, we watched two. Uh, first one we watched was The Greatest Showman. With It was the P.T. Barnum musical with Hugh Jackman. Ah. Fantastic. Loved it. It mm. was great. I do enjoy musicals, and this was a good one. I'm very selective, though, about which musicals I enjoy. You can't just throw Oklahoma at me and expect me to have a good time. It's not going to happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, Greatest Showman was great. Second one we watched was uh, Pitch Perfect 3. I was disappointed. I'm a huge fan of Pitch Perfect 1 and 2, and this one was just kind of lacked the, the heart of the first two. At this point. Okay. You've got such a confused look on your face right now. I I don't know what that is. So. Uh, you would not care for it. Probably not. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. It's a film that there is no scientific explanation as to why I enjoy it, let alone why I enjoyed the second one, but I did. And the third one came out, and I was like, all right, cool. And then I watched it, I was like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, when John Lithgow's in a movie and I'm not getting excited about it, there's Oh, that's a big there. swing and a miss, then. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Yeah. So that was my weeks. Dear listeners, as always, if you'd like to tell us about your weeks or send us any questions or comments to the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook and like our page at Facebook dot com slash devils do pod you can email us at the devils do pod at gmail.com or you can find all these resources available to you on our website the devils do podcast.com and drew we do have a couple of questions submitted to us today first and foremost from over the seas from the grand country of Swaziland and the continent of Africa, Mr. Dennis Brock sending okay. us some stuff. Hey, guys, continue to love your podcast. Thank you very much, Dennis. First to Drew, a huge congratulations on the birth of your little one. Ah, awesome. Thank you. Now I have a couple questions. 
couple episodes ago, you were asked a question about what essential arcade games you would like to have if you were to open your own barcade. I'd like to jump off that one for both of you. If you could have any one arcade game for your own personal man cave, which would it be each of you choose? So you get one arcade game. One and only one? one? Yep. Mortal Kombat 2. Street Fighter 2. All right, move along. (laughs) It's not even a question. Uh, he said that his would be the classic Star Wars vector graphics sit-down version. Yep. I remember that one. Yep. Through um, a mall arcade. I played it many a time. Yeah. Yeah, but like after you've played the Afterburner sit-down version, do you want to play any other sit-down arcade if it's standing still? I'm trying still? to think if I ever got to play an Afterburner sit-down. Oh, I don't think I did. It was a magical experience. I'm sure it was. It moved around and stuff. thing was friggin' awesome. <laughs> Latin's Castle had one. Um. Not, next, not really a question, but a request, Carl. Could you please break down initial thoughts, feelings on X-Wing 2.0? Uh, the game's good. A lot of the uh, gameplay has been streamlined. It's going to be interesting to see where the design, the new freedom in the design space goes. I'm a little concerned about you know four new factions being introduced. I think there's a potential to kind of dilute the water a bit. Uh, but for right now, I think the game is really fun, really solid. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what type of game meta comes from that. Um, trying to think of anything else. Yeah, that's it. So that's it. Thanks so much and keep up the good work. Great work, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Now moving on to the Steve Gutenberg and Tom Selleck of the Devil's Due, Mr. Alan Waiters and Drew and uh, Jay Gelsmino. You guys can fight over who's who. Starting with Mr. Alan Waiters, Carl and Drew. What was what was you do if one of your um what, what yeah let's, I'm just let's, reading as he's typed it, sir. Okay, I'm gonna translate. What would you do if one of your colleagues from work pulled Devontae Davis? Uh, Funny thing, in my current job, someone did pull Devontae Davis like my first week there. And I was just like, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm trying to think if that's ever happened. It, it had to have at some point. Um, probably in my old retail slash food service days, I'm sure I've dealt with such a things. In fact, I've committed such offenses, in fact, in my old food service days. <laughs> I don't think I've ever quit mid-shift. Oh, I have. It, it, it was great. One of the one of the better days of my life, if I, yeah. really, if I really wanted to rank it. it it's, it's up there. It's up yeah. there. It was so liberating. It was so good. Anyway. but Then you got to pay a bill, and you're like, mm. I was still a bit of, I was a kid. It, yeah. it didn't matter. But it was, it was pretty awesome. But I think in my uh, professional career, someone has actually, you know, left the job midway or been fired. But <laughs> either way. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just, you know, fine. Hey, see you, man. Just on me to pick up the slack. And I generally don't mind doing that. <laughs> Thanks for pant load, Chet. <laughs> hey, if it's more job security for me, hey, True. see ya. Uh, Carl, with Captain Marvel's trailer debuting. Uh, do you think it will plant the seeds for Secret Invasion in the next phase in the MCU? Did Alan like, listen to last week's episode at all? Um, <laughs> me think, do you, I don't know, maybe. Do you expect to see any fan, Easter eggs that will refer to the Fantastic Four? 
Um, we discussed Secret Invasion last week. It's a possible direction they can go in. Um, I'm good either way. As far as Fantastic Four Easter eggs, Marvel's always had kind of like when you go back to when they got Spider-Man back. Kevin Feige said like they had a plan A and plan B. Plan A if they did get Spider-Man back and plan B if they didn't get Spider-Man back. So I can only assume that he has a plan A and plan B for the Fantastic Four and X-Men. It's just the timing of that when that starts to be introduced. I think if I if I had to bet, I would say you probably don't see anything in Captain Marvel, but it's if they're going to do it, it's going to be the big stinger at the end of the next Avengers film. Yeah, that's I, I, I would agree. I think you save that for... And that's how you, you save get, that for your victory lap after Avengers 4 comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's how you get psyched up about the next... Not that like, we need to get psyched up, but like... I mean, after this whole scaping 10-year story gets concluded, I'm not going to fault them if they want to take a little break. They're not going um, to, though. Yeah, I know. They're so not. They, so, they need, like, so they need a hook. That's what gets you excited about the next... Next, um, I don't want to say phase, but next yeah, incarnation no, exactly. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. Drew, mm-hmm. did your heart stop when you saw the Nintendo Direct? What is your no. feelings on game bundles from the 90s, like the recent Capcom beat-em-up bundle? Keep in mind, we will be talking about Nintendo Direct news, so you probably want to save this question. Too. Okay, let's, let's, let's couch that then. Did my heart stop? No. <laughs> we'll, leave it, yeah. we'll leave it at that. My wallet shuddered a little bit. <laughs> yes. But, you know. Thank you, Alan. And on to you, Mr. J. Gelsmino. Carl and Drew, if you could take one fictional band and make a comic book of them, who would it be? Well, mm. I mean. I thought of one right band. away, but then I realized the fictional band I thought of came from a comic book, so it doesn't really. Mm. Well, I mean, there was a Death Clock comic book that spun out of Metalocalypse, and it was okay, but, like, musical uh, comic books, are, are it's kind of difficult to keep that same feel in a different medium, especially when one deals with, you know, sound. <laughs> so yeah. um, it didn't quite pan out as well. So, I mean, that's, like, the easy answer, like a Death Clock comic book, because their mythology is so insane. But um, I don't know. I mean, you know. Let's, let me think. Oh, fictional band. Fictional band. So you've got what? You've got like Josie and the Pussycats. You've got your... Dude, um, I can't believe like... Your choice is so obvious. Is it? And how you're not thinking of it, I, I don't... It I have one on me. I have one on the mind, but you know, they weren't... Were they a real band? They, they were kind of a covert op, were they not? Doesn't matter. They're fictional. So, so Cold Slither, the comic Cold book. Cold Slither! <laughs> Cold Slither, the series. Yes. Yeah, sure. Written by Larry Hoppe. I mean, sure. I guess. I he could make that work. Like it's such a silly thing in the cartoon, but if you if they were to give it to him in the comic, he'd probably find a way to make it like, oh, it's interesting. Okay. Well, it kind of works. <laughs> Sartan's torn between his commitment to Cobra and his newfound love of music. Well, it's like that. It's like he could do it like the uh uh, uh the musical episode of Say by the Bell. Or like it, the the band ruins their lives, <laughs> <laughs> so they have to go back to terrorism. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they got to reconnect with their terrorist roots because <laughs> the band was just tearing them apart. It was just uh, too much. Too much. Oh uh, man, I think mine would be the Wonders. 
Mm. I would have to go with a Wonders comic. Limited series that takes place, tells us the, call it the untold tales of the Wonders. Tells us the, the stories that happened during that montage in the film. Sure. So, yeah. Then we can get a flash forward maybe down the road. See if they ever get back together. Yeah. Probably not. I don't think the Wonders would do a reunion. As I make the dollar sign to Carl right here. Yeah. What? Were they big enough to warrant shelling out that? They had a hit. They had had like one big hit. They had one hit. That's all you need. I don't know. Dude, you'd be shocked at some of the tours you can get put on from having one hit 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Drew. What has been the high point and low point so far of fatherhood? Um, it's, it's been kind of all high points, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Low points. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you, I'm, I'm kind of used to cleaning up fluids and, and, and fecal matter from having animals. So it's just another, another thing to clean. Not really a big deal there. Sleep has been, you know, reasonably okay since I'm not nursing <laughs> someone else's so so you're saying he's kind of like a hairless more boring puppy i wouldn't say more boring <laughs> it's kind of like well i mean i can't put this one in a crate and leave the house unfortunately yeah. so, i mean you can it's just not advisable there's no low points here it's all good um you know it's a, it's an adjustment in terms of like you know commitment and and what i can do and not necessarily do you know like i said going out or you yeah. know whatever i can't just pick up and go you know i got a tiny human to take care of so yeah there's adjustments and whatnot but i mean he's cool and i'm he's my son so it's all it's all good stuff cool carl with the switch going online and free nest games being available which ice hockey team will you use skinny medium or husky <laughs> I we know the answer to this. You got. We'll see. Here's the thing. The Huskies are good if you're really good at the game. It takes a veteran player to make a Husky player good because there's a lot of telegraphing that goes in with the Huskies. But they blast everybody, though. So, I mean, but you got to put. You got to have them in the right position to do that blasting. So they're good if you're playing against someone who's not as good as you are. If you've got someone who's on equal or greater skill level than you, you're just wasting a slot there by using a Husky. I think my default is three skinnies up front and two mediums in the back. I'm going to be very curious to see the leaderboards for this game. (laughs) (laughs) What, you know, somewhere in the world, there is a guy who's been like, acing this game for like for 20 years yep. he's like my time has come yes i will be recognized <laughs> all righty jay thank you very much for your questions we appreciate it brings the cross-examination section of our show to a close and brings us to the news and before we get to the big news event for the week as alluded to in the questions drew uh last week we had a new nintendo direct we did and some stuff was revealed some stuff was revealed uh mostly in of the indie variety but there was some fun announcements to be had as well on the big game front um so what alan was referring to was like the capcom beat-em-up pack which was you know a, a bunch of capcom beat-em-up games kind of packaged into one little convenient price tag so you have like your final fight and then like Knights of the Round? Is that the Yeah, one? like a whole ton of them that 
like there's the most notable ones are Final Fight and Captain Commando. Okay. There's a steep drop off after that. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I they're you know why you know why it is for me that they're kind of a it, it's it's cool but it's not that cool. There's two glaring omissions of Capcom fighters that are not in that bundle that I want that I would pay money for. Okay. The Punisher and Alien versus Predator. Well, those are both licensed products. There you so, go. Yeah. But you put those in that bundle and I'm in. Yeah. Um, those are quality beat 'em ups. They are. They are. I, I saw that that bundle and I was like, okay, that's cool. I won't buy it, but you know, kinda need to have the option there. Like I was never I never played Captain Commando, I was never like really big into it and Final Fight is great. It's a Hall of Famer, but like I've played it numerous times. I've got it on if I want to go plug in my PS three I can go Mm-hmm. play it there too um so yeah i mean it's cool it's cool to have those games out there and i'm all for more stuff on switch um but like for someone for me who's a big capcom fan i'm just like me yeah okay meh. well it's, it's it's new to someone else but, yeah you know that's, whatever and that's great the thing that made me kind of go like oh well hello uh civilization on switch that's dangerous. That's playing with fire for me, man. Not playing with Fire Pro. No. Just fire. Yeah. See, I, 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 me and Civilization have this, <laughs> this, this relationship where if I play Civilization, it's, it's, you won't. You might say it's torrid. Uh, I won't stop playing Civilization. <laughs> I will lose time. I will lose weekends. Maybe more to civilization. So, uh, I purposely did not put a graphics card in this computer that I built next to me, so I would not be tempted to buy Civilization Six when it came out. Now the Switch is tempting me, saying, "Come, come, I have it. I'm here now." And I'm, I'm giving. Like, I'm giving you what you want. Uh huh. Uh huh. Giving you what it's you want. Dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, You're kind of so, like the dude in Star Trek: The Voyage Home who finally found what he was looking for the whole time, what he thought he wanted. Now it's not necessarily what he wants. Voyage Home. Is the one about God? Oh, that one. Ooh, ooh. It's not horrible. Oh, it's it's, it's not as bad as everyone makes out. To be. Oh, it's it's, it's bad. more akin to a Star Trek television episode than as a movie, which I think works for. It. I think the television show had better budget and effects. <laughs> to be honest with you, there are several points in the movie I'm like, oh God, someone this 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 was in theaters. Someone looked at that daily and was like, yeah, it looks good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, it's 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 risky, risky proposition here. Anyway, there are, there's some other cool stuff that came out of it though. Um, I, the more I see that mech game, the more I'm intrigued by it. Um, what's it called? Uh, it's, it's called like X something X Machina, right? Something like that. Yeah. So that looks cool. Um, and then obviously the big announcement at the end of the episode was just everything I needed to know for 2019 and that is that there's going to be confirmed a new Animal Crossing coming out. Okay. I'm throwing money at the screen, Nintendo. <laughs> just, just give it to Take me it. now. Give me, give me Animal Crossing. Did they... I know details of the online service were announced this week. I'm not sure. Were they announced in, during the Direct or was it just like no. some... Okay, so it's 20 bucks for the year. For the year. Great price. Um, so what does that encompass... Um, I have, I have to check the full list, but the big features are obviously the cloud saves, which everyone's been crying for from day one. Here you go. 20 bucks a year. You get your cloud saves. Stop crying now. 
Um, the NES service, I think it's like 20 NES games. Um, you can play them uh, offline or on. And online, obviously, you have the competitive modes that you can play yeah. against other people. And that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know how often that selection is going to get rotated and shuffled, but we'll see how it goes. Um, and then, obviously, online play for... Uh, they've, they've been giving online play away for free all this time. Yeah. And they said, well, once the service launches, that's you, now you got to sign up. Yeah. So. But I don't think that's a I don't think that's a hundred percent though because I think like Fortnite, not that I care, will continue to be free. Yeah, um, and other games. I think it might it might be a case by case basis. I really don't know. It launches tomorrow? today. Today, today, I think. Yeah. Oh, all right. I I'm not in a rush, so I can go home and play pro wrestling now. You can. Oh, pro wrestling, greatest wrestling game ever made. I don't know, man. Fire Pro might have a bone to pick with you here. <laughs> Fire Pro's pretty great. It's pretty great. Somersault kick Starman. I got, wins all. I got moves that'll put Starman <laughs> in the ground, son. A winner is me. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it's cool. Nintendo Direct, um, always a good time. And, and the best part is, you know, they, they dole these out a couple times. Uh, well, no, several times a year. So if you weren't happy about this one, just wait a few months and there will be another. And uh, they'll keep. You know they'll keep yep. that they'll keep that breadcrumb trail going and and you'll find something you like. I like how Nintendo does that and it seems like Sony for the most part is following suit oh. a little bit. Microsoft uh, is Microsoft, but like how Nintendo does like say four or five directs a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Sony does two PlayStation experiences a year now, and so it's not just like E three everything and then like just yeah, right, right, right. right. No, Nintendo. I like that. Yeah, same. Uh, they 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 focus their message and they deliver timely messaging. You know. Yep. And people get hyped several times a year. It just keeps it just keeps things kind of rolling, and nothing gets kind of forgotten. Um, the Final Fantasy stuff as well on Switch. Oh yeah. Seven, not eight, nine. 10, 10, 2, um, 11, no, no 11, but 12, well, all coming to the Switch. What a, what a time to be alive. What a, what a weird circumstance this is. I like 8. I don't care. Well, you can, you can, you can play it on your PlayStation 1, because you can't play it on your Switch. It's fine. I can play it on my PlayStation 3 because my PlayStation 3 is a first-gen PlayStation 3. Mm. 100% backwards compatibility. The grill. Yep. That I used maybe twice. Yeah. Yeah. As as I got older, backwards compatibility was not a huge thing for me. I still, in theory, love it. I want the I, you know, I want everything on one in one place, but I'm not as in love with it as I once was. Yeah, it, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker for me because I don't trade in my consoles, so I have it all. If I want to play it, I'll hook it up. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Cool. I'll be buying. I'll, I'll definitely be buying seven. Me and everyone else on the planet basically will buy Final Fantasy seven again for for the Switch. I'm so. not buying it again. Well, that's you. I'll, <laughs> that's, I'll buy it again, dude. I got like Octopath Traveler. I've given seventy hours to, and that was a brand new game, and I'm all for that. I'm not about to go back and play a game i've played through once before for 70 hours i i just don't have that kind of time anymore well you know just to have it just to, just to have it and hold it and look at it and whisper sweet nothing's at it <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's your hd ring <laughs> i don't care I, I don't care i swear to god i don't care about the that hd remake at all they're gonna yeah. ruin it they're going to ruin yeah. that game 
Mark I, my words, fanboys. They're I, going to ruin it, and you're going to be mad about it, and I will have told you so. I, I have the Advent Children film. That's all the resolution I need. Um, so, right. yeah. That's one thing that happened this week. Nintendo Direct. The other thing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we got to stop by Dumpster Fire for a little hey, bit. Hey, that's okay. We it's got, warm. We got it's fall's two, coming. Let's, get, let's we, warm up a little bit. Yeah, we got two reveals from DC this week. Uh, the first one was kind of an interesting one. Uh, we got a reveal of Robot Man from Doom Patrol. I've seen set pictures of Robot Man and of uh, Negative Man, and I'm not going to lie, man. Titans looks like a giant flaming disaster, um, but, but what I've seen of Doom Patrol looks intriguing. Now, I'm not going to say I'm going to plunk down money for it. Yeah. But I... You won't not go over to someone's house who has plunked down money for it to check out an episode or two. It has my attention because yeah. it looks like it looks authentic. The robot man costume, like he's a rusty, he's a rusty robot. The costume they, they I've seen in set pictures. Yep. That's, he looks like off the page. Yeah. And same thing for negative man. Like, yeah, he's got bandages and a fur coat on. I mean, like that's... That's what he looks like. That's what you need. They got Tim uh, Timothy Dalton playing the chief. What? <laughs> Brendan Fraser is voicing Robot Man. Like, this is all... Like, for everything Titans is doing wrong, Doom Patrol's over here like, no, we're just over here making this really neat, interesting, well-cast yeah. little show over here. It's, it's inspired me to want to read Doom Patrol. I have all the trades. Would you like them? I, I, may, I may take one home tonight. It's... It's an experience. <laughs> I love it to death, but it's not for everybody. But it's awesome. And funny because, like, you mentioned Titans, and they released like a little mini teaser trailer this week for Titans mm. that featured uh, Jason Todd. Saw that, but it was young Jason Todd's Robin. And thirty seconds of the trailer, I'm like, oh, this kid's freaking annoying. That's and the I point. thought about it. I was like, wow, they did it right. <laughs> it's like at the end of the season, there's going to be a phone number for you to call. Do it kill or not? <laughs> call back kids (laughs) that is a call look it up wiki it um so yeah that was kind of interesting how they did that yeah titan he's gonna be nightwing by the end of the season you know that like that that's that that, clearly that's that's got to be the direction they're gonna go right i kind of hope so because i don't think of dick grayson as robin anymore and that's like does anybody no, I mean and that's kind of like you like, think you think of him as the legacy Robin. Yeah, but you don't think of him as Robin. Yeah, he's totally come out from that shadow. Totally. Um. So yeah, well, uh, we shall see. Sure. Um. Still haven't seen anything about uh, Swamp Thing yet. That's all I'm seen, interesting to see. I've seen quotes from the the writers and the producers, and they're basically saying there's no mandate to make it all one big universe on the TV shows. Yeah. And they also said it's going to be a hard R-rated mature content show. Yeah. Well, then again, Titans is dropping F-bombs, so who knows what's going on. Yeah. So, and they can they can say it's not a connected universe from here to Kingdom Come. <laughs> see what I did there? I, but the thing is, um, you're, you're launching on, see it, what I did there? I see what you did. You're it's, launching it on a service. All the guys do is to say multiverse. Sure. But I mean, yeah. you're, you're launching it on a service yeah, why would called you DC Universe. Yeah, why would you not? People are going to expect it all to be tied together. Yeah. Um, and then we got another reveal, air finger quotes reveal. Earlier this week, we got a shot of Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Oh, film. yeah. Yeah. It's happening, girl. 
whatever it is, it's okay. there. It is. Do you, so, as I as I do my Mister Burns excellent finger finger clapping here. Do you know what his name is in the movie? I heard it, and I remember thinking, "What?" And then I've heard, forgotten it. Okay. The the uh, Yo Queen Phoenix is. Did I say his name right? Joaquin. Joaquin. Whatever. What's well, how dude's name is pronounced, man? Pay him the respect. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go full Ralph Garman here and just go. Not a real name. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, his character is named Arthur Fleck. That's that's the character's name. Yeah, I, I'm reluctant to call him the Joker because the Joker doesn't have a name. But yeah. but but I digress. Arthur Fleck, A. Fleck, A. Fleck is the Joker's name in this movie. What's going on over there, Carl? Well, funny you should mention that. What's going on over there? Because <laughs> well, they got to poke the Fleck while he's in rehab. They got a they got a big bomb dropped on him this week. Oh, go on, kind yeah, of. Yeah, go on. We don't know. Kind of, yeah. But it's unclear. For all we'll say this, for all intents purposes, Henry Cavill is no longer Superman. Right, and now that doesn't shock me. No, it doesn't. But people um, people were apparently up in arms over this when the report came out, and then you had conflicting yeah like accounts of no no he still is and where i kind of land on this is yeah maybe he still is or wants to be but you're not making another man of steel and you're definitely not making another justice league anytime soon so what do you want him to do the the origin of the story is that talks broke down between the studio and the representatives of Henry Cavill over a cameo appearance in Shazam. Okay. Um, apparently they couldn't get together on the money and Cavill's people just walked away because Cavill's, you know, reloading biceps now. <laughs> he's like, he's kind of packing them fists. Yeah. <laughs> How cool is I still that? See that. I, I want to see it just for him. <laughs> just for that um, scene. I, 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 yeah. Fist. And I enjoy the mission Impossible <laughs> movies. I just want to see it just for him. Um, and the stash that ruined justice. League. Yeah. <laughs> I have to see it in its majesty. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then like there were, you know, Warner Bros. said, well, you know, we just don't have anything on the slate right now for the character and so on and so forth. It's right. like, guys, come on. Just, you just lost one of the big three. You did, but you lost one of the big three. The others in rehab, which by the way, that's why they haven't announced his firing because he's a SAG actor and because he's in rehab, they can't just fire him now. They have to yeah. wait till he's out and whatever. Yeah. So by all, by all accounts, he's gone. Like yeah. he was gone the moment those initial reports came out that said he was gone. He was gone. Yep. So at this point, Warner Brothers, AT and T. Here's a nickel's worth of free advice: just make Wonder Woman movies, but the rest of it, release what you got. Yep. Just, you know, make recoup some money. I don't care how well they do. I don't care. Just just sleep on just it for a while. Put it uh, put keep Wonder Woman out there doing her thing, put all the rest of it on the shelf. Well, DC apparently has a new uh vice president or something now or new, someone new that's overseeing the whole thing. Okay. Um and maybe she 
agrees with you. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, but basically, the whole property is under new management. Focus on the television. Focus on the app. Doing original stuff on that. You've done. You've demonstrated you can do the television exceedingly well. Um, yeah. Just, just leave. Just let go of the movies. We'll see. I mean, you know, Wonder, Wonder Woman might hit big again, and. You know, I'm sure Wonder Woman had big. I'm sure this one might even be, you know, better than the original. Let's hope at least the third act is better. Right. If they um, learn from because you know, I, I, you know, I thought the first one was great. Stumbled in the third act, but overall it was great. So just do that again. Just yeah. Keep doing that. No, the Cable thing. Like I'm not. People are all mad. Like it's like I'm, look, man. I'm, what do you want them to do? Yeah. Like they're they're not going to do anything with the character. So I'm, if I'm him, I'm thinking, well, hey. I'd like to keep going, but if yeah. you've got nothing for me, I'm not just going to show up in your Shazam movie because. Yeah. Like, I got other things going on, man. I'm, overall, I'm disappointed because he was a great Superman. Eventually, yes, he was. And yeah. not great films. Yeah. He was like Christopher Reeve in Superman 3 and 4. It's like, Superman, what are you doing in these bad <laughs> movies? <laughs> the last half of Justice League, when, he, when Superman as we know him showed up, yeah. he was great. He was awesome. Is everything we want him to be in, like, what we caught glimpses of in Man of Steel, and all his glimpses got overshadowed by one big crack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, that and giant Sears signs in, in <laughs> 9-11 imagery. <laughs> so, but I thought, he, for me, he was, like, the best Superman since Reeve. Um, sure. And I know that's not a huge bar to It's hurdle. not much of a bar at all to clear, actually. I mean... But how dare you, said Dean Cain. How dare you? Dean Cain was not bad. Superman, I'm not saying he was, stretch. but you just threw him under the bus. Um, I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's unfortunate because I think they real, really nailed the casting with him. Um, but, yeah. So enough of the dumpster fire. Okay. Let's, let's get to the more, warm and fuzzies. I like warm and fuzzies. Uh, Marvel Studios was very considerate to us. They they they, they give. They're they, givers. They clearly listen to the show. They rarely take away. Yeah, and we're kind enough to drop the first trailer for Captain Marvel today. Today, not tomorrow. Yeah, today. Thank you, Kevin Feige. That's Thank you. Very. We appreciate it, Kev. Big ups to you, sir. Um. So yeah. We have the first in motion look at Captain Marvel. Drew, what'd you think? Looks great. Looks really good. Um, my immediate thought was whatever music they're playing in that trailer, if that's part of the score, that's one of the best scores in a Marvel flick yet. Um, these movies often have somewhat forgettable scores, to yeah. be honest with you. Subpar. Yeah. And this one, right away, I was like, oh, that's a memorable little thing you got going here. And it kept going, and it stuck with me. So that's good. That's yep. all right. Nice, nice job. Um, we get we get lots of space. We get the nineties. Um, we get blockbuster. We do get blockbuster. And as a former employee of blockbuster, I might have a nit to pick. Go on. Depending on the year that it takes place, they showed like through the windows. You could see the walls of the blockbuster were yellow. They didn't really go with the yellow walls until like you know. Early 2000s. Hmm. So, just I, saying. That's weird, because all I remember are the yellow walls. They were originally just, like, kind of white. I don't know. Probably, maybe it depends on your location. 
But it, I, it could I, have been I, But I did read specific. that um, they stopped calling it Blockbuster Video as of like 1994. It was just Blockbuster after that. So that kind of points the movie. You can you can pinpoint when this movie takes yeah. place. So look for like 90 to 94. That's the era we're talking about, especially given the uh, the boss Nine Inch Nails t-shirt that uh, Carol Danvers is rocking in some scenes. Yep. So that means that she is probably a pretty hate machine fan. Um, Downward Spiral may or may not have been out. Broken might have been out for sure, which is exciting. But I hope she, I really hope we get some Nine Inch Nails in the movie. <laughs> It, it looks, Sorry, it looks to be she looks to have amnesia to a certain extent. Yeah, she she at some point went to space and forgot that she was ever on Earth. Yeah, interesting. Indeed, uh, I think it looks great. Uh, we got the mask. The mask is in the movie. Yep. There was some. I didn't think they'd go there. I, I thought they would. And they did. Um, we got scrolls very briefly coming out of the water like a boy band and <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> I want that picture on a t-shirt. That's don't we all? all I want. Don't we all? I want two t-shirts. I want one that's just like the album cover, like mm-hmm. center on the chest. Mm-hmm. And I want one that's one of those full picture t-shirts, like the picture encompasses the entire mm-hmm. t-shirt. Yeah. That's what I want. Um, we get D.H. Nick Fury with two eyes. Yes. And a D.H. Coulson. Very briefly, D.H. Coulson. Now, it's almost like spoiled in a way because he's been on agents of shield for like five six years now but this is his first appearance in the movies uh since avengers yeah since he died Mm -hmm. welcome back yeah and he is it'll be interesting to see because because he's been dealing with the kree for some time now yeah Um, on the show yeah so it'll be interesting to see if they touch on any of that i like Let's just say the continuity of this, of all of this, has gotten a lot more complicated than it was back in Phase One. Yeah. So they've already kind of had the retroactively, like in Thor, the first Thor movie, I believe it was kind of said like they never experienced aliens from outer space before. Well, that's well, not, not really true. We're we're gonna forgive them that because it's still yeah very early on. So that said, though, um, no the trailer looks really great. Um, we get you know they get, you get a little sense of her power. Uh, we get a little story detail. We get some Easter eggs. We still don't know who Jude Law is playing, but it's probably Marvel. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, it it looks cool. It's a new uh, Marvel franchise, and you know, anytime we get to see a new angle on the Marvel stuff, I'm excited to see it. The last the last new thing that we really saw was Black Panther, and that was good. and that was great too. So like, the more I you know, just keep showing me new stuff, Marvel. Yep. I'm loving it. I mean, you can show me Cap and Thor all day long, and I'm I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm in, but I like seeing the new stuff. It, it's, it's 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 exciting. Yep. All right, uh, that about does it for the news this week. Well, there is that one other thing. What if you're reading thing? the tea leaves? We talked oh, about yeah, before yeah. the show. So, yeah, God. Um, if anyone is just uh you know observant because it, it it kind of blew up into a bit of a thing. If you are on Facebook and you have uh, if you have liked the pages for the Netflix TV shows like, you know, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Defenders. Um, then you might have noticed this week that the Defenders page has been completely rebranded into a generic Netflix page. The other Marvel pages are all still there, but Defenders has been unceremoniously shuttered into a generic Netflix 
rah-rah Netflix account. I, as you were saying because so, we, uh, we were discussing this earlier, I am curious to see if their Twitter ah, is still. That's a good point. I didn't think to check the Twitter. I just saw the Facebook page went bye-bye. So I'm doing that. Okay. While I'm doing that, you entertain the people. Well, I mean, basically, you can do the math here. They have yet to announce a season two of Defenders. By all accounts, it was like the lowest rated of the Marvel shows, like in terms of people who watched it, which is kind of surprising because you'd think, you know, the lead up to it was pretty strong. Although using the last show being Iron Fist uh, (laughs) to lead into it was probably not the best idea because Iron Fist stunk. Um, But still... um, Everyone's kind of been hush hush about doing another season of Defenders, so that's I, I guess that's a sign that we will not be getting one. I'm not sure how big a deal that is, to be honest, but it is notable if you wanted to see it happen again. It looks like yeah, it's not going I, to. I don't. I'm not going to say it's completely gone. The series, their Twitter is still still there. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to say it's completely gone until I see like an official announcement. They may just be treating it more like a Avengers thing. We're going to do this, but we're going to do it. It's not going to be every year. There's have to like going to be a couple seasons of these other shows and then we'll do another one. Sure, but you keep the page open if you were going to do that. This is this is more like yep, good night. We're we're, we're good there. And that and you know what, to be honest, that's fine because I I all these characters interact in their own shows usually anyway. Danny yeah. showed up on Luke Cage season two. Um, I'm sure there's going to be more cross-pollination. Just do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, I, that's enough for me. I'd still like to see in our defenders, but I'm okay waiting for it. Um, Cause I'd really like to see all them and throw the Punisher into the mix. <laughs> um, so yeah, we both started Iron Fist season two. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm one episode in. I'm two. Yeah. The one episode was, I thought it was great. Um, uh, it's better. Like, there's more fight scenes happening. We get some more Kunlun action, which I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Now, this is what I wanted to see. This is what I wanted in the first season. Yeah. Um, but thought they would have learned their lesson, and they didn't. What are we wasting our time with these with with these ward and his sister people for? I was the, actually the or whatever. I I, I started people. watching it after you had mentioned that to me, and I was uh, I was okay at least with the sister because we got a nice little heel turn there. Um, and I, to, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. They're, they're charisma vacuums as people and as actors, and I don't want to see them. I think that's kind of the point of the characters. That's bad. <laughs> I don't, if you have someone on your show that makes me want to turn off the show, you're no, 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 no. Eh, they won't make me want to turn off the show. Well, yet they make me want to turn off the show. I don't care about these people. You better get rolling with the story here, with with the Davos and and whatever the, the gang war. Let's focus on the facts here because this this whole sister brother thing. I didn't like it the first time. I don't want to see it again. You're scaring me here, Iron Fist, because. You know, we got that really cool scene with you and Davos beating the crap out of each other in Kunlun, and I'm 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 all in there. And then I got to deal with, well, my I'm I'm out of the company now, and and sign this paper, and and I'm gonna take my money and do. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> Get with the kicks <laughs> and the kung fu. 
<laughs> I don't want any substance. I just want action. It's Iron Fist. Iron Fist can have substance. Oh, God. No. I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> well, Drew, Make with Fat Cobra already, if, all right? Stay bent to that. <laughs> if, if the Netflix shows have taught us anything, uh, hurry up and get on with it is not one of their mantras. No, it's not. No, it is not. So, which brings us to, not to imply that oh, it's well, in yeah. regards to, uh, brings us to this week's episode. Mm, Russell. Papers rustled. Episode eight of Jessica Jones season two. Ain't we got fun? Uh, you're making a face. I didn't like this episode. And a noise. Didn't like this episode. Not a lot happened in this episode. I feel this like episode was kind of rehashing things we already knew. I I just didn't like a lot of the the like I don't know this this whole thing with Jess and her mom is weird. It and I think that's intentional. I think they they kind of want you to feel as weird as Jessica does. I kind of I kind of liked what they did. A talk. little bit with Jessica in this episode and that you see her start to have to confront things she has avoided confronting and tried to bury in copious amounts of alcohol for a long, long time now. And I, I think that's an interesting part of it. But for this to take up an entire episode, it's just kind of the it, it happens in every Netflix show. There's that that little bit of a rut. Right around episode six to eight in yeah. that range, yeah. And we're oh, this is it. We're in that rut now, and it's not even that like it's. It doesn't feel as pointless and boring as as like the Luke Cage farm episode or whatever, right? Yeah. But this, I, the relationship there didn't feel like what the events as they occurred in this episode did not feel like they should have occurred. It, it like we're just gonna sit here and talk for the whole thing. Like what? You you clearly hate this woman. You're scared of her. You're rejecting her as your mother, but you're just going to sit there and talk to her for, like, all this time. Meanwhile, her mother, who all this time wanted to, like, she wanted to find Jessica. She, like, yeah. you know, we, we were shown in the in her origin, like, she she was, her immediate thought was to go find Jessica after mm-hmm. she escaped and, you know, all that stuff. And now she has her, and, it's just, and, they, and they hate each other. And, like, they, they don't want Well, Jessica hates her. Yeah, but then she just she gives it right back to her, like, "Well, you're you never change. You're still you're still this miserable man." It's like, this is the girl you want to find, yeah, your daughter. I wouldn't go as far as say it's hatred. It's just like you know, there's a clear rejection, though. Like, it's not a warm. I've I don't I, I don't it's think not, it's hey. I've been looking for you for so long. I'm so glad to see you. It's more like well. Well, we're also dealing with someone who is mentally disturbed. That's and how. Right. So you kind of have to factor that into it. Um, but yeah, it's like there was, aside from kind of what they're doing with Jessica and her dynamic with her mother in this episode, which granted is the bulk of the episode, a lot of the other stuff that happened in the episode just kind of seemed to reinforce stuff that's already been said the past couple episodes. The whole Malcolm and Trish thing. Yeah. Um, we see Hogarth's story kind of advance a little more, and that's taking interesting turns. Yeah. Um, that but didn't, like, I didn't like that either. That's what, going... Uh, her... Aside from her finding the healer guy or whatever? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, you know, she has a disease, and now she has a purpose to maybe find this guy, free yeah. him, and then get healed by him, whatnot. Okay, that's all good. 
But you know, as soon as as soon as the 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 girl got put in her care, yeah. What was that like an episode four or five or something, something like that? Like that yeah. My immediate thought was, okay, how long until this happens? And then in this yeah, episode, you knew it they happens. were going to hook up. It was I don't know a foregone conclusion. Um, Felt lazy to me. Eh, it's to me. It's just like this doesn't track from the story. It doesn't add to the story. It's it's the room temperature fire of the story. It's just there, it's there. It's okay. not really serving a purpose. Yeah, um, it's kind of there. But again, it doesn't. I'm not gonna, you know, pshaw it. It it's not pushing the story forward, but it's not hindering it either. Because you, because you, Hogarth's story is not so intertwined with Jessica's story, with the main story. Hogarth's right. kind of in her own path, and as far as her own story goes, that goes to service her story. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. At the same time, though, narratively, this season is lacking a really big thrust. It's just kind of disparate stories happening. Jess has her thing going on. Trish is kind of tied up with it, too. And they're, you know, they have their, their yin-yang relationship happening right now where Jess maybe goes up. Trish goes down. Trish goes up. Jess goes down. Yeah. Hogarth's over here on the other side. And it's all kind of tied to IGH. But, like, you know, three letters isn't really a a a, a, a a, a real big narrative linchpin, you know, like, okay, why, what's the, what's the threat? What's the, what are we worried about here? I don't the think doctor, I mean, we found him mid season and now he's on the run and he's not all bad, but he is, but he's not. So like, okay, I got these three stories happening and I'm having a hard time reconciling like, why any of it matters overall yeah now i get what you're saying and you know with something like a a daredevil or luke cage or to a lesser extent iron fist i think it'd be a valid concern because those shows kind of rely on those big shifts um jessica jones i think is just kind of a different animal the way it's put together it's not necessarily meant to be that type of story it's meant to be a story like we've said before this is paced out like a noir detective story and so that traditionally has a slower pacing to it there's not necessarily huge you know as you mentioned thrust it just kind of goes along at at its own pace and yes even within that pace there is still a bit of a rub which we kind of both agree um this episode is i'm even just like looking over my notes i took very little notes on this episode yeah as i was watching it i'm just because a lot of the stuff was you know like i said was already you know you said it jess learns that like her childhood might not have been as happy as she remembers it yeah um but then again her mother is insane so is she a reliable narrator i don't know um it, trish is in some major denial oh, about yeah. Uh, she's in full-blown Jesse Spano mode here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Although she yeah. hasn't had the big realization yet where she's so excited, she's so scared. Uh, it's, if anything, she kind of has a little, kind of a crappy heel turn here. It walks an interesting line of making it, because like, you've got this motivation from Trish that she wants to be on equal footing with Jess. And... It it kind of 
it's tough to say if it services the character or hurts the character that they're kind of flying in the face of all the recovery she's made in the past and that she can't recognize this thing for what it is. Well, as she tells Malcolm countless times, it's not drugs, it's not alcohol. Yeah. It's it's like it's like if I took cappuccino or caffeine or whatever. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And as Malcolm kind of points out, like, well, if you did that, would why don't you tell Jess about it? Yeah. Why can't you talk about it? Yeah, like, Malcolm's Malcolm calls her and he puts her in checkmate every move she makes. And well, until until he doesn't. Yeah, and she just like kind of shoves it in his face. And she guilts an addict into taking drugs. Yeah. Like, man, that's 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 and some the cold. moment he takes it, he realizes what just happened and runs away, which yep. is good on him. Good on him, but man, it makes her look real bad. Yeah. It does. That's a, it that's does. a bad look. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, this, again, wasn't one of the better episodes, but, you know, every Netflix show kind of has those one or two episodes where we're kind of like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is happening. I, I don't know what's going on here. Just, I don't know. It, it's, this, this was underwhelming for sure. Uh, the show had some momentum going and then this episode happened and it's like, ah, oh, well, okay. We're just kind of sitting around talking. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want the relationship between Jess and her mother to immediately become like superhero, supervillain relationship. That's not what I I'm saying, but, but I need that. some kind of bigger overall narrative, th- th- again, thrust. Like, what? Wh- who are we... Who are, who are we fighting and why yeah, but see, i don't know what we're doing here this this isn't that story this story is much more interpersonal that's fine but i guess these three stories have to come together at some point why because otherwise i just don't care what's the name of the show it's, it's called jessica jones that i don't care what hogarth's personal crap is you know, well, like you're, you're shutting yourself off. It's to all got to come together to service something bigger. And if it's there's if there is nothing bigger, then okay, we have an ensemble cast under the banner of Jessica Jones. All right, I guess. If it was a movie, I'd agree with you. Then in the format of a television show, because you have more space and chance to explore different things, I'm kind of willing to forgive it these minor gripes. All right. I mean, okay. All right. <laughs> That does it for this week's episode of The Devil's Due. Thank you very much for joining us, as always. And as we mentioned before, if you'd like to uh, send us any questions or comments to be read on the show, uh, interact with us, you can do so at the following locations. Uh, you can go to Twitter and follow us at Devil's Due Pod. On Facebook, you can like our page at facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Due Pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdopodcast.com. Drew, that being said, any closing thoughts? Did you get Spider-Man for PlayStation yet? Not yet. Okay. Still haven't finished Octopath Traveler. It, uh, Not going to lie, haven't even picked up Octopath in the past couple of days. Spidey looks good. Spidey I, looks great. I, I'm I, all, I'm going to get it at some point. Yeah, I think I got to pick Octopath. that up. Okay. All right. That's all I got. So, I'm about to drop 60 hours in the Octopath and not get any resolution. <laughs> Dang, this boss fight is hard. All right, folks. That about does it for this week. Thanks again for joining us. Court is here.